Black Chichi, how we doing today, brother? Top of the morning to you, bro. Doing great, man. Hey, fans, thanks for uh Yeah. Thanks for buying in, man. We're getting a lot of a lot of feedback on explaining again, Case. We got a giveaway on Friday. We're four from four hundred. Four Yeah, we're yeah, we're four from four hundred. We are a four hundred episode. Chinch and I thought that was a big deal. Chinch, I think it's a big deal. That means we're showing up. Yeah. <laughs> um almost been three years we've been doing this podcast. Incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I love it. But yeah, I, I shoot a shot a post out. I have the I have a bat, signed mm -hmm. a nice bat. I put even put four hundred the episode on it. Could you see that on the tweet? Yes, yes, very put good. And so, sign bat. We'll even sign it to you if you want. I'll, I'll personalize it. But if you if you're downloaded and subscribed to us, that because we we think that's a big deal too. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, give us your favorite episode, moment, whatever uh, from uh, these last three years, last four hundred episodes. And you are then in the winning to win the signed bat from me. Wonderful. That's yeah, wonderful man. stuff. Yeah. Hey, you know who's getting a lot of play on there already? Who? Steve Blass. Steve wow. Blass, dude, dude, that, dude, that, that, you have to admit, that interview with Steve Blass uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, yeah. was incredible. It was incredible. His when you, when you get a guy that's talking about Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, I mean, that, that faced these guys. Oh, yeah, who's your toughest? Yeah. Willie Mays. I'm like, this is incredible. Incredible. And he's a Clemente great did the eulogy of Clemente's funeral, Steve yeah. Blass. Yeah, he's no joke. He also threw his shoe at the camera at the end of the show because he's <laughs> one of the funniest dudes. Terrible, <laughs> man. That was a great one. We got to get somebody else in your house again. Not that I'm. Awful. Oh, yeah, we will. No, we will, dude. We will. We will. I'm trying nice to think. The nice couch you got back gotta get, You know who lives? I'm trying to think of guys that live in Pittsburgh. Neil Walker lives in Pittsburgh. We'll get Walk here. That's a great one. Neil, Neil Walker. One Neil Walker would be stories. Great. His dad's yeah. story about not getting on a plane with Clemente is one of the oh, it's most insane stories you've ever. Yeah. Um. Uh, by the way, did you ever, did you know that the uh, remember that 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 the door came off that plane? In, oh yeah, yeah. Here, Alaska Airlines. Do you know there was a family that was that missed that flight? That missed was, the flight, and they yeah, and they were sitting there. Incredible. That's the kind of thing where. You got it. You better do some charity work after you, you get it. <laughs> yeah, that's the good Lord saying, hey, yeah, follow your gut here really quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Use your wit, which is my transition today. I like that. Use your wit. Oh, ooh, 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 I like that. I like that. Wit Merrifield has a new team. Yes. yes. Good one. Good, good transition, Chitch. Thank yeah, you. man. How about the Phillies? Dude, this is what I love about Dave Dombrowski. Go get veteran guys. Go get guys that could fill in. If you have an injury, Whit Merrifield could slide right in. He's such a versatile player. He was an all-star last year from the first half with the Toronto Blue Jays. Don't forget that. Guy still steals a ton of bases. Great baseball player. Just slid him into that that Phillies team for eight million bucks. I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's a good deal. Good deal. Great yeah. get by Dombrowski. Great get. Whit Merrifield is a good, solid player, man. Yeah. Made the all-star team last year. Had a rough second half, but still finished at 272. Still finished with 26 bags. I'd argue he's 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 still, like, top 10 stolen base type guy in the league. I mean, he led the league. He's led the league in stolen bases three times, you know? Right. Pumped up 45 one year. You put that – that Phillies are going for it, man. Hey, what do you think about this, dude? We didn't get to this yesterday. Harper says he he wants that lifetime. He wants to be a Philly for life. Lock me up type thing. I don't see a problem with that. No, <laughs> dude, I don't see a problem with that either. Well, he, I think Bryce Harper is going to be like the LeBron James, Tom Brady of baseball. I just do, man. Like just the way he takes care of himself. He's now moving to first base. He's going to be less wear and tear on his body. Right. Uh, you know, he works out. 
as hard as you can work out. You know, his dad's Jack Diesel. So <laughs> I was like, look at your, I always, whenever you look at, you look at dads and you go, all right, that's uh that, that's uh that's Bryce's dad. He's going to be okay. He's going to be jacked, you know, yeah, his dad's my age. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it. I think if the Phillies want to lock him up, he wants to play into his forties. He's already said that. And, you know, he's chasing numbers too for Bryce Harper. You know, he's going to get to that five, 600 mark. I remember he told D he told the Rose one time, I want to say, I'm almost positive. This is the story. First Bryce Harper's first year in the big leagues, you know, in the nationals uh, clubhouse, they got these, you know, they had like three um, like lazy boys. So, uh, you know, you could, and it was for the veteran guys. Uh-huh. So, so D row comes in the clubhouse one day and there's, there's Harper, you know, lounged out in this, in this lazy boy. Yeah. He's like, Bryce, get up. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, those are for the veterans, dude. Those are for the veterans, you know, get up, you know? So Bryce gets up, obviously knows the history of the game. So I guess like that, yeah. Next night in the sh- shower, that night in the shower, you know, showering up, you know, you have conversations with guys in the shower sitting there and Bryce is like, like D-Row, like, you know I'm going to hit 700 home runs one day, don't you? And D-Row goes, yeah, I know, but you're not allowed to sit in a chair. You're 19. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was so great, dude. I don't know, and, I, and I don't know if it was 500 or 700, but I think it was 700 maybe, but you know what I mean? Great. It's just a great story that Bryce Harper's like, yeah, I'm 19. I know I shouldn't probably sit in that chair, but I'm going to hit 500 to 700 homers one Oh, day. my God. That's so great. Oh, Joe, I got to tell this one. He said it on the air before, so I don't think I'm talking out of school. But Joe McGreen tells a story where he was, you know, Joe McGreen was one of the biggest prospects in the world in his day. Like, yeah. he was oh, like yeah. Strasburg level prospect. He wound up banging himself up and not, not getting all the way through his yeah. career that he wanted, but still a good pitcher. But he was a stud, and he's in college. And, uh, Greg Jeffries on oh, yeah. a recruiting trip there. Do you know this story? No. And uh, Jeffries was just going to go straight to the pros anyway, but I think he went to his uh, recruiting trip. Where did Joe go? USC, one of the big ones, like one of the big schools. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this college thing. I got I got to start my uh, my clock really soon. And <laughs> it was like, it's clock for what? And he goes, chasing Pete, man. And he's like, Pete who? <laughs> Pete Rose. I'm getting that hit record. <laughs> Can you know what he said? Yeah. Greg Jeffries is a good player, but not as good as he was hyped up bigger than anybody. He had a decent I, career, but not 4,256 <laughs> hits. Let me repeat for all the fans out there that's 21 straight years with 200 hits, and then add a few more hits onto there. I mean, are you yeah. kidding me? Dude, seriously, that is that an unbreakable record? Is that as unbreakable as Cal? Yes. As as Cal, no one will ever break Cal Cal Ripken's record. No one. No I one's think, ever gonna break not now with this day and age. Dude, I think that hits record from Pete Rose is safe too. I think I think so. How do you do that? You you have to uh, And don't I, forget, dude, he was a player manager at the end of his career. So he was managing and he was like, oh, I'm gonna go in a couple hits tonight, guys. Go two for four. Show you how it's done. Yeah, no big deal. That's crazy. And he always gets – the other thing, like, when I was growing up, it was like, you know, Charlie Hustle, whatever like that. He was such a hustle guy. He, he didn't have the skills that everybody else had. How do you not have the skills if you have 4,000 hits? I always wonder that. It's like, oh, somebody made, took a knock at Jeter the other day about, you know, would Jeter have been as good? No, Jeter, if he was on Kansas City. The guy had 
3,000 hits. <laughs> more, like, yeah, a lot more than 3,000 hits. Yeah, like 3,500 hits or something. Yeah. I don't understand the logic behind what some people say about things. But yeah, I guess- Derek Jeter would have been one of the greatest players of all time had he played anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's just because they won, they won the – how many titles did he win? Four? Yeah. Ooh. Four titles with the Yankees. Was it five? The five? They won in 2000. Oh, no, yeah. Three, five. 2009? 2003 always blanks me out, man. Yeah, so f- f- four or five? Whatever. Aaron Boone almost won one with the 2003 with the Yankees. When he hit that. He put him in there. I know, but the Marlins were good, dude. The Marlins were good. That, that team was loaded. That team was loaded with pitching. Punch. Juan Pierre. Uh, Mike Lowell, Juan Pierre, Derek Lee. Yes. Uh, 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 Alex Gonzalez, Luis Castillo. Um, was Cliffy on that team? No, he was with the Mets. No, he was with the Mets. Cliffy was with the Mets. But that way, they had a couple other good outfielders too. They were loaded, dude. Yeah, I also remember too the the amount of energy that it took the Yankees to get past Boston that year in the most insane series ever. I remember David Wells started the first game after uh, the first game of the World Series, and the Yankees lost or whatever. It was his first start. I think it was the first game, and in a post game presser, he goes. It was just like a regular, just like a regular August Saturday night game at, at the stadium because the fans were so relieved that they had beaten Boston, and right. it's only the team was just relieved. They just went through hell to get there, right? You know, and that's when they were fighting every every game <laughs> a fight, and they just got they got boat raced. That was Beckett saying he was going to friggin' Beckett dominated that series. Dude, Beckett, Beckett, like Beckett was game so, he was so nasty. And Jack McKean was like old school manager. You know, Jack was one of my first managers in the big league. So grateful yeah. for him. But he was back with the Marlins in 03. Took off, mem- took over. Remember in the second half there? Yeah. And dude, he was like so old school. He would pitch whoever. Hey, can you go? Like, I'm going to pitch you with the Beckett. I know you threw 140 last uh, three days ago. Can you go on three days rest? And Beckett's like, yeah, That's- sounds good. Yeah, that was a fun team. Super quick story about that. Bobby Valentine was an, an analyst for uh, Baseball Tonight that year for a couple of years, and he was great. Yeah. He's actually, from what, from I, I know some people love him or hate him. I've loved that man. He was so generous to us when we were kids. Perfect example. He owned a piece of what is it? One of the Ruth Chris Steakhouses. One of those steakhouses that there, there's a couple right. of the country down in like the Miami area. He had the entire production team. I'm talking camera guys, everybody had this big, huge, like, dais table, almost like a wedding table, set up, took us all there the one night where uh, we were all finally in, in Florida for the, that series. Dude, you got to the table, cra- king crab legs like this. Come on, dude. Table. Dude, food everywhere, steak everywhere. You know what I got that night? I got a five-pound lobster. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It was right. free, right? Yeah, yeah, it was free. I mean, on he, Bobby V on Bobby V's tab. Well, but it wasn't like Bobby V took us out to dinner. I don't think I would get a five pound lobster if somebody's like, "I'm buying dinner tonight." <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, maybe depends. Depends what money bags. Hey, yeah. when you were buying dinner one time, I got a nice veal. It was incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I got you a nice veal chop. That was a nice piece of meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, wait, what was I saying with that? Oh, with the lobster. Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Five pounds, dude. It was this. It was as big as this distance my hands are right now. Did you eat the whole thing? I ate the whole goddamn thing. Pardon my language. <laughs> I think about it sometimes. Every once in a while, or every time I'm going down to Florida, I'm like, oh man, I remember when I had that five pound lobster that time. Oh my gosh, so I, I got a picture of it somewhere. I'll show it. Awesome. Hey, um, <laughs> next thing, 
dude, we talk about the Swifties. Yeah. Football was dominated by the Swifties this year, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. think there's any question about it. I mean, that. I mean, Taylor Swift made the NFL over five hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. And God bless her for it. Yeah, Stop. yeah, good for Stop that. That's great. No, dude, don't hate on Taylor Swift. She's a stud. People get to the top of a mountain, and all anybody does is throw snowballs. It's up. incredible, dude. Yeah, it's incredible. Anyway, so we got to come up with a Swifty term for Otani fans. I know. Yeah. Listen, he goes in. This is what you're going to see. We already came up with a cereal, the Otanis. Otanis. We got to yeah. keep that under wraps, actually, and, and really go through <laughs> with that. I've been thinking about it recently. <laughs> The Otani's. We have a whole plot for that. The Otani's. Uh, I'm actually going to make some. You know, when I talk to this, I got a call. A call later. Make a call, dude. Make some calls for us. I'm talk to this one guy. Like, yeah. hey, what do you think about this pitch? Imagine it works and we get rich off. <laughs> anyway, um, so Otani, I, I see all these alerts everywhere. It's like Otani homers in spring training. Otani homers in spring training, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. It's blown up on on my feeds. I go to it, dude. I, I see the swing. It's a beautiful swing. And I just see him like walking to the dugout. I'm like, wait a minute. This is like a sim game, like batter versus pitcher. Yeah. And it's blowing up the baseball in internet because he hit a home run. But it's like he just hit home run. They're, they're just in, like hanging out, hitting. I don't even know if it was his. Well, it's, you're, facing the, you're facing live pitching for the first time. So yeah. you're some guy like. Dude, my first couple of years in the big league, we faced live pitching. I would break my thumb, break my thumb, and break my bats all the time. So whenever, as a veteran, I was like, I'm not swinging at this anymore. I'm just I'm, these guys are so far ahead. So I used to swing, but Otani for taking a rip and going deep—that's big time. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that. There's a couple guys this year who have been like facing like the good pitchers on their teams. Like I yeah. told Freddie Freeman was facing uh, Yamamoto and guys like that. And I've heard a couple guys be like, oh, I wasn't going to swing today. There's no way I was swinging. Yeah, today. yeah. That's the thing, right? You just want to see the ball. Dude, you, you're so far behind. Honestly, the, 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 Chinch, those first couple of days, bro, you're like, I remember facing like Verlander in the, the Detroit thinking, am I a big leader? I cannot hit. There's no chance I could hit pitching like this. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then a week later, you're like, dude, I'm the best player in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that first couple of days, you're like, wow, that looks so fast. Yeah, and plus, but even when you were playing, like, guys were starting out spring, like, 90, 91, and then working their way up to, like, 94, yeah. 95. Guys are starting in the spring at, like, 96. I know. Just They're working their way up to 100. And yeah. you're in, dude, this thing right here, you get this in the middle of spring training. Kid me, dude. You get this. You get this jam job. Bro. It could last, it could last an entire season. Am I wrong? It's not the entire worst. season, bro. How about 20 years? I got jammed. I'm going to tell you when I got jammed. A 3-1 fastball from Jay Watasek, 96 miles an hour. I blooped one to left in San Diego. I thought I was getting the bat head out. I didn't. Jammed me. I had to wear a pad there the rest of my career. I had to put a, a gel, soft gel pad, and tape it the rest of my career. It still hurts. I took a rip last year uh, we were, uh, with the Yankees. We're at... We're at you know, we had Giancarlo had just hit early at G and a couple other guys. So me and Wilkerson are out there. I'm like, all right, Wilkie, I'm like, put one on the machine real quick. Let me see what I got. Freaking first swing. Like, oh, my God. My thumb is not healed. It's forever, forever bone bruised, dude. Same spot right there, dude. I was like, it's the worst. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, I actually needed a gel pad for the rest of my life to hit a, hit, hit a baseball. How about 20 years? 20 years. You mean what, all season? What are you, nuts? How about 20 years doesn't go away, dude? 
Oh, hey, last thing for today. Yeah. What we were talking about. The, you're right. You just think. You're just like, <laughs> I, I think I hurt myself again. <laughs> um, what uh, we were both saying this before. It doesn't make sense right now. Why now? Like, why is Cody Bellinger not on a team yet? Like, dude, by now, right? Everything. I, I, I think so. I think they're holding out. I think Boris is holding out, and he wants to just, you know, he's he's playing the hands. I, I saw a thing from Tom Ricketts, the owner of the Cubs, saying they haven't really had negotiations yet. And, he, and he's made a comment that we're waiting for his agent to engage with us. I mean, at some point, dude, mm-hmm. you got to get into a camp. Obviously, they're going to hold out. But, you know, for me, yeah, I'm saying let's go. It's, it's, it's time because what happens is these teams are like, we're not willing to go over past this threshold and we're not going to do it. So eventually the players got to come in and say, all right, let's go. Yeah, that's a non. And don't forget, players. Your agents work for you. Uh, so at some point, you got to be like, hey, it's go time. Sign. Public service announcement from the mayor. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's, and by him saying that about his agent hasn't uh, reached out, that's not like subliminal. That's like a shot. That's like, hey. That's a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, a direct hit on, on, on Boris. So that's a good point. So we'll see. I got to think it's got to be. It's February 20th, Sean. That's what I mean, dude. No, this time, dude. This time to get ready for the season. Like, I don't want to be at my house. No. I want to be in camp. He must be grinding, too. He must be losing. Dude, dude Bellinger wants to be there. He's a baseball yeah. guy. He wants to be there ASAP. So, we'll see. I think it's going to be the Cubs. But, like I said, Tom Rigga says we haven't even had negotiations or engagement. So, we'll see. Nice. All we'll right. see what happens. Okay. Right. So, now, following this show, we will be three shows away from 400. Yes. Keep, first of all, we love hearing it. Keep, keep bringing your... Uh, your yeah. favorite moments, your favorite uh, shows, things like that. Somebody, yeah. uh, oh, by the way, Joan Casey got a shout out. Somebody oh, said, Joan, did she? Oh, for, did she got a shout out for the, her show? Joan Casey's show was uh, somebody's favorite so far. Oh, your girl, your girl uh, at JP Yankees girl. That's awesome. Oh, she <laughs> says, she, you know what? which one is, the judge one. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, dude. And then we got, wait, we got one here from, from Storts 23. Hundred percent, the Pete Harnish episode. Oh, <laughs> I, I laugh so hard. It's Harnish's story. Lauren Anderson, Steve Blass, obviously Lauren, great, great guy. Yeah. Uh, Eric, my man Eric Longwell out there. His son Aiden Longwell is gonna be in the big league soon. Rakes drafted from the Kent State last year. Love the Johnny Bench episode. He was number five. Our our buddy Lou. He yep. looked. Let me see. Yeah, some good guns, man. LA yep. fan joined us, which is great. Loves the Judgy episode, but loves the Port Pete Corielli. First appearance, yeah. which was one of our biggest hits. Holly M, who's been awesome. One of our, one of our best biggest fans. fans. Yeah, she's been the best. Tim Wakefield one was one of her favorites. And also Blast. Yeah. And uh, Wake, rest in peace. And yeah. then uh, Matt Craig talked about the Leland interview and the Clemente Museum tour. That which was a great one, too. Oh, dude, yeah. This is bringing back some good memories oh, for it's, me. It's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really been fun fun getting these. And we really appreciate them because yeah. we're doing this. And we love we love the fans have been so great to us. And then. You know, we appreciate it. So keep them yeah. coming. Got a few more days. Somebody's getting that autographed bat. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had a question, a uh, super quick question before we go. One of the fans asked, uh, what's the type of bat Volpe uses? Because he said it looked like a like a huge piece of lumber. He's got a different company, right? Uh, I'd say I'd say Volpe's bat. I think it's a 33. 33? Let me see. Match it up, man. Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera. Oh. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's probably a let me see it's a 33 and a half it looks like because i know cabrera's is a i got this this year chinch how do you like that 
Miguel that, Cabrera signed me a bat. We we're playing Detroit. I said, bro, you got to send me over a bat. Nice, dude. That's a good one. Nice. So I said, hey, don't forget who the last first baseman for the Tigers was before you. Me. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, Volpe's bat is a um, is 33 and a half, I think. Okay, 33 and a half. So there's your answer. See? We're listening to you, fans. You talk to us, we talk back. Right. Yeah, you talk to us, we talk back. All right, man. Well, listen, Chanchi, have a great rest of the day. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. Great show, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. And keep the comments coming. We got a bat ready to send out, personalized, whatever you want. All right. All right, brother. Have a great day, Chanchi. See you, bro. See you, my man. Subscribe and download, everybody, please. See you.